Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. On tonight's episode, we're being joined by our friend, Brian, a.k.a. Some Fat Guy in Ohio on TikTok. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about the results of the Money in the Bank premium live event from WWE. Join us as we discuss what we thought of the matches, what we thought of the show, and see how correct we were on who won and who lost on their matches. This is also the season finale of season two of the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Tonight we're being joined by our good friend Brian from TikTok known as Some Fat Guy in Ohio. And tonight we're talking about money in the bank. And no, we're not actually talking about our own money in the bank. We're talking about the WWE's premium live event, Money in the Bank premium live event pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it. Um, as you are well listened in on some of our shows, what that was, uh, one of our topics that we have cho chosen to talk about, especially with Brian, is wrestling and the shows. And tonight will be no different than any other time we're going to talk about this pay-per-view, what we thought. Um, I do want to mention, though, and keep good vibes, thoughts, and prayers for our friend Big Tim, as he is feeling a little bit under the weather today, so you're not going to be hearing much from him. Uh, and you might tell why whenever he does talk in, but I will let him go into that. So, gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty well, considering. Yeah. Kind of warm outside, but, you know. Hey, warm days are great days, right? Exactly. You know what they say. <clears throat> uh, I actually forgot what I was going to say. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly well, what I'll they say. <laughs> so, well, obviously, we're here to talk about wrestling and uh, Money in the Bank, which, if you listen to the result of the preview show, unfortunately, we didn't get you on the show, Brian, but we did get your result, your picks. Uh, Big Tim and I were thinking that the show wasn't going to be a very strong show, very lackluster. Um, from what we predicted, I think it definitely did better than what we were thinking it was going to be. It was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. There were still some lackluster spots, but there was also predictability. Like always yeah. with all WWE yeah. pay per view. So, so uh, if I remember correctly, and and Tim, if you're feeling up to it, just correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but I think I predicted overall the show was going to be about a seven out of ten. Yes. And I think Tim was right around there as well. I think he said it was like six point five or something like that. Correct. Um, out of ten. I think after watching it, I would definitely have now. I definitely now give it at least a bump up by one point, eight, maybe eight and a half out of ten. Um, but let's delve into the matches. That's what we're here for. So, 
I'm going to read the match, the, the matches off on how they were in order. Um, so the first match of the night was the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And that was Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, Raquel Rodriguez, and Shotzi. And I don't think uh, none of us picked the winner on this. Correct, Tim? I should have. I didn't. My heart said Liv Morgan when I sent you the picks. My head said Becky Yep, I was and the I exact went with the same way. The I went with the head and not the heart again. And I, I, I'm so sad. I didn't go with my heart. Yeah, I, I think I'm there on the boat with you as well. I think, um, I think I picked Alexa Bliss to win. You picked Oscar. I did? Huh. But, uh, I guess it was a de- it was a really good match though. Um, I know that there were some spots that Shotzi was not quite on point with. Uh, overall, the match went sixteen minutes thirty five seconds. Uh, Brian, what was your favorite moment from that match? Um, obviously the person who won. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> been very well, vocal about my. My love for Liv. Um, but there were a couple spots in the match that I thought could have gone better. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure they were going to bring in like a table or something and someone was going to go off a ladder through a table, but that didn't or happen. It was kind of mm-hmm. sad. Um, there were a few moments where there were some slightly obvious botches, but the recoveries weren't too bad. Like, yeah. you, you knew they messed up, but, you know... That stuff's hard when you're each other up with ladders. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think, oh, my favorite spot, though, was Becky Lynch off the top of the tall ladder onto Asuka laying across the ladder that was from the ring to the announced. That was well, a pretty good. One I of thought the they usual... would get, like, the ladder cut like they do half the time. Like, mm-hmm. you cut it, and then they go through, and it just kind of Vs. Yeah. So... They didn't do that part, but she bounced off her like Asuka and was on a trampoline. Mm-hmm. So, Big Tim, if you're up for this question, same same question. So I was also of the opinion that the winner was the best part of the match. Um, I was also expecting a little more uh, high flying, but mm-hmm. there wasn't as much high flying as I expected, but that's okay. Good. Yeah, I would I have to agree with you both. I think my favorite moment obviously is is the winner. Um I feel like there should have been some more high flying moments, but it was a good match. Uh so I'm so happy for Liv Morgan for winning the money in the bank. I think she deserves the push that she's gonna get. Um I don't remember what I would gave this match rating as. Um, but I definitely would give it now. I think I get I gave it really low. I think it was like a six. I'm gonna bump that up to an eight out of ten for that match. Uh, so moving on to the next match, which no think- ratings from me or me. 
Well, if so you, you, you guys, if you guys want to chime in, definitely. We always want to rank the matches. That's the one of the most well, fun parts. Well, then go ahead and rank your rank the matches, then, gentlemen. Uh, Tim, you go first. I give it a seven and a half. I um, I feel like there could have been more high flying stuff, but the way it got to the end, um, and who won, made it for me. Mm-hmm. Especially when I think you gave that match originally a four out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with Big Tim. I would have gave it a seven six. Mm-hmm. Um, the freakout from Becky Lynch at the end was really funny. Yeah. That that that's always fun when she does stuff like that. You know. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling there's gonna be a long, long, long feud between uh, Becky and Oscar continuing on. Oh, for, for sure. I don't know, because they're going to stretch that out as long as they can until the fans get tired of it. Yeah, for sure. So, so but that, that that's where I would have put it. If originally thinking of who was in the ladder match, the pre-show, I would have gave it a probably maybe a five, but a seven, mm-hmm. seven, six, because it could have been, it could have been better. could have been more high flying spots. Yeah. So on to the next. Yeah, yeah, I was to say, am I allowed to move on to the next match now, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Yes. All right. So the next match on the card, which I think uh, Big Tim and I both agreed was another lacklustery match, um, was Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the United States Championship. That match honestly went a lot longer than what I thought it was going to. It went 11 minutes, five seconds. Um, I think. Big Tim and I both predicted uh, the winner of this match. I think we had different results on how it was going to happen. But uh, Bobby Lashley defeated Theory via submission. Um, Definitely saw Bobby Lashley destroying Theory. I also predicted that Lashley was going to. Mm -hmm. So I think they're all... Uh, oh and one here, or one and oh here, with our one and one, one and one. Yep, yep. Um, so Brian, what did you think of this match? Um, at first I was thinking maybe possibly they would do a squash match. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not see this going eleven minutes and five seconds, but it was very well put together between Theory and Lashley. Um, the back and forth was great. Um, you could just see, like, they're trying to give Theory this major push. They're trying. And by making them the youngest United States champion in WWE history, I almost see, I almost kind of saw it as, like, a, a re- redo of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. When they called him the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're actually doing this one a lot better than they did that one. Um, oh, for sure. But I, I didn't see it going 11 minutes. Um, I didn't see it being... I honestly thought it was going to be a squash match. Theory is going to come in and do his, you know... His shtick. Shtick thing where he takes selfies and he's going to turn around when the bell rang and it was going to be a spear and a one, two, three, and it was going to be over. Mm-hmm. But I like how well put together the match was. I'm glad Lashley won because that put me on a point with a point, so... Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. There, we have a rematch at 
SummerSlam, I think it is. Coming up in, what is it, two weeks? Two weeks, I believe, yes. Yeah, so. so we'll we'll see where they go with that and how, how they how they do it. If they, you know, decide mm-hmm. to go the uh Seth Rollins route with it, um, or if they just stick with what they're they're going on right now. I mean, we'll definitely see. So Brian But we'll talk about that when we get closer. Not Brian. Uh, Tim, what was your thoughts on the match? Well, <clears throat> like you said before, we had opinions, different opinions on how it was going to end, but I think we all knew Lashley was going to win. I mean, yeah, they're pushing Theory, but we'll get to Theory in a little bit with the men's ladder match, but he doesn't need the United States title if he's going to be going after uh, Bigger Fish. And like I said, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, much like what you guys said, I, I definitely agree with. I thought the match was going to last a lot shorter than what it did. Um, Rating-wise, I think I gave this a low score, too. Um, I can't remember if I gave it a 6. But it definitely was seven and a half match, um, just because it went longer than what it did. So I'm happy that Bobby destroyed. Uh, well, yeah, destroyed. Took the title away from uh, Theory because I'm not a big fan of theories. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I would give it a seven and a half out of ten. Brian, um, I would have originally gave this at like three or four, thinking it was going to be a squash match. Um, but you're you're about where it needs to be six and a half to seven and a half, give or take. Still could have been a little bit better, um, but it was still pretty pretty dang good for considering you have this massive beast of a guy named Lashley and the buff kid that just looks like he's about to get the floor wiped with him. Mm-hmm. Well, it so, was definitely, uh, yeah, and it definitely was David versus Goliath. Style. I will say, Theory is a lot stronger than I thought he was. I didn't think he was going to be able to get Lashley up on his shoulders. Oh, yeah, that was amazing, amazing story. Uh, Tim? Six and a half. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so the next match on the card, which is the second, second shortest match of the night, which at seven minutes, ten seconds, was for the... Sorry about that, folks. English? Yes, English. Not Porky Pig. It's Uh, hard. It is hard. Is the WWE's Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Uh, I think uh, Tim and I definitely predicted this one right again. Oh, yeah. Bianca Belair defeated Carmella by pinfall. Um. This one we definitely gave a low rating on as well. Brian, why don't you go ahead and give us your take on this match? I did predict Bel Air to win. I'm pretty sure of that. Because this was that classic, um, we all know what's going to go on in this situation. 
I thought for sure that maybe Corey Graves might have gotten involved somehow in the match, seeing how he was doing the announcing for it, which would have been, you know, perfectly fine with me because he's married to Carmella. So, mm -hmm. but uh, the fact they let the women just do it and, you know, if Carmella would have won, that would have been the reason. And then there would have been a big feud, whatever. But because Corey mm -hmm. Graves can't wrestle, they probably didn't decide to do something like that. So. Yeah. Um, it was a decent match. It did have its ups and downs, like any match should. But I thought it was going to be, I thought potentially they could have gone a little longer and done a little more. But you kind of figured one of the women's matches, it was either going to be a squash match or uh, just a quick, I dominate you. And you know, whatever. But it was kind of a decent back and forth, but it's still I mean, it's it's Carmella wrestling. I mean, she's, you know, not the greatest wrestler. She's decent at best, but um, yeah. they need to... I liked her better when she was the princess of Staten Island than what she's doing now as the beautiful, most beautiful woman in WWE. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I definitely Whatever. liked her liked her original gimmick for sure. Um and I I, I did predict that Corey was somehow gonna get involved, but he didn't. So uh moving over to Big Tim here with his take on the match. It was my bathroom break match, honestly. I mean, I think we all I knew Bianca was gonna win. Yeah. Um I didn't watch that match for that reason. Uh, we'll mm -hmm. just leave it there. I know it sounds a little harsh, but and I love watching Bianca Belair wrestle, but like Brian was saying, Carmella. It, de it depends on who she's wrestling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so why don't you guys? I could watch Bianca here. and Becky wrestle all day long, but you yeah. put her up against Carmella, and it's like, um, I think I gotta go to the bathroom, or it's time to go get some, you know, something like that. Yeah. The, the, the and if you're a smoker, that's that's when you go take your smoke break. So why don't you guys go ahead and give me your uh, overall ratings for this match? I'll give Tim. What was that? I'll give you the honor of going first this time. Five out of ten. Yeah. All knew what was going to happen. It was a relatively short match. I, I know I'm sounding harsh, but it wasn't worth my time. Mm. Brian. I think five is even generous. The only reason you give it a five is because of Bianca. Uh, four and a half. That's, That's where I'm leaving it. Four and a half. Yep, I agree. I'm going to go uh, in between you two and give it a 4.75. Uh, just, just to be that guy, you know. Yeah, you have to be that guy. Okay. I'm going to be that guy. Uh, yeah, overall, I think the match definitely could have been better. Um, it's Carmella. Yes, she has improved since she first came into the WWE for sure. But, you know, it just depends on who you're working with to make the match better than what it is. So, moving on to the longest, second longest match of the night. At 23 minutes, the tag team match for the undisputed W. W E 
Tag Team Championships. I didn't know Xavier Woods was on our podcast tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he is. I totally thought you were going to go undisputed WWE Unified Tag Teams and call them the UU Tag Team Championships. And then I would have no. had to smack you next time no. I saw you. They they definitely um definitely did not do that with this this one. Uh, the no, Uso, you don't want you don't want the UU heavyweight championship and the UU title tag titles. No, I'm gonna have to smack you. You do that. <laughs> so the Usos defeated the Street Profits via pinfall. Uh, this was definitely a good some controversy. Huh? With some controversy. With some controversy. Always got to have a little bit of controversy in the match. So, uh, Brian, why don't you go ahead and give us your take on this match? So this was a phenomenal match. These two teams are two of the best in WWE right now. Mm-hmm. I would say in professional wrestling, two of the best teams. They're massively athletic. Um. Both teams, the both the teams together wrestling, even though they haven't wrestled a whole lot together, have great chemistry working together. Um, it was a probably I want to say the best match of the night, besides something that we'll talk about a little later on that I actually thought was the best moment. But this was the best match of the night. Um, there were a lot of great spots, um, especially you know Montez Ford taking them in our. When he's off the top rope. And mm-hmm. and Dawkins flying over top ropes too. The one spot I thought he was gonna break something, but he landed it, which was amazing. Athletic ability. Um, oh, yeah. sure. I did see the I did see the Usos winning. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't particularly text you and say in some sort of controversy, but I kind of figured either uh Roman would make an appearance or um, Heyman would make an appearance or something would be and they would stretch this rivalry to potentially go on to um, SummerSlam mm-hmm. and uh, I, I hope to God they run it back this was a phenomenal match mm-hmm. phenomenal alright well moving over to Big Tim Give me uh, your take on this match. It was definitely, to me, match of the night. Maybe not moment of the night, but match of the night. The yep. only thing I'm praying to the WWE cre- uh, creators, okay, be praying is not the right word. Please stop teasing the Street Profits splitting. That's what they've been teasing since this match. Like, there's mm-hmm. dissension between the Street, po- the street Profits. Please, please, please don't break them up. They're so much better as a team. Yeah, for sure. They have done this with every great team that the WWE Universe has liked. Heavy Machinery. Why you split them guys up? No clue. Mm-hmm. And now look at um, What are the other guys? Uh, Gone. Enzo the Italian guys. Enzo and Cass. Why? Mm-hmm. They had a great thing going the, like all the all the really good ones that I saw had potential, they the split shield. up. The shield. Well, I kind of like what they did, but you know, with Mox leaving and everything, but mm-hmm. you know, he's doing a lot better over in the other. Yeah. 
So, uh, but uh, did that with New Day. He, the 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 good ones always get split up. Yeah. Trying to think of what other good tag team they split up. It, it's they, almost like they're splitting up the New Day. Yeah. Um. Every once in a while, they'll they'll bring in E, but they sent him on his singles run, and they gave Kofi a singles run, and now it's like, when's Woods gonna get? But I don't know if they're gonna get there. No. Wyatt family. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wyatt. Well. Wyatt. <clears throat> yeah. The piece, so, Luke Harper. Yeah. Well, Brody not only that, but like when he passed too. If he would have been in WWE when he, I mean, they weren't. I don't. They weren't really using him properly in WWE, and when he went over no. to yeah. AEW, yeah. you know. They knew what and to his, do with them. Yeah. So. But. Anyway. Anything else? Nope. Okay. All right, so moving on to. Hold on, ratings. Oh yes, ratings. Let's go ahead with uh, Brian. Why don't you give us your rating on the match? Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven out of. 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's how I thought about that match. Okay. Only time you'll probably ever hear that unless there's a better match down the road. Yeah. Uh, Tim? I'm not going to break the rating scale. 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one. I'm not going to break the rating scale. Definitely a 10. I'm not going to break the rating scale yet. Okay, I'll give it a 10. I won't break it. I'll put it at 10. 10 out of 10. We'll get get a best match of the night. Best 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 match in a while, I would say. Oh yeah. Uh, so moving on to in the, the next... last like four or five live events, best match. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the next match of the night, which I'm going to call as part one, is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Lasted 12 minutes 30 seconds with Ronda Rousey defeating Natalia via submission. Uh, I definitely predicted Ronda to win, and I think I said even said it was by submission. Um, I can't remember what I said that she was going to submit Natty to. I forget. I think I think it was armbar. Uh, Big Tim, let's start with you this time. Give us your take on this match. So it, you and I both predicted that it was going to be a submission finish. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I said armbar too. Uh, I thought it was a good match. You know, was it a bathroom break match like anything that Carmelo is involved in? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I would say that the match. I'm just gonna give my rating offhand too, just to start out. Uh, seven out of ten. Uh, what happened afterwards? I was not. I was kind of expecting, but not really, because this is Ronda Rousey we're talking about. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute, too. Yeah, but the match was a pretty decent match, in my opinion. So Mm. I'll turn it over to Brian here. What do you think, Brian? I also correctly predict Rousey, so I believe that puts me at 4-1 now. Yes. It's it's getting kind of, you know, hey, a little predictable. Um, I didn't. It was a type of way she would have won, but submission's definitely the way I would have gone. Armbar, for sure, because that's how she wins 99% of her matches. 
I don't think I've ever seen her win by pin or submission or pin. No, maybe <laughs> not I, I, like not once. So, um, but if you ask, I don't know if you sent Tim my my predictions. I did, but I predicted the part two part, but not the exact person. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Um, this match also it was it was a decent match. Um. You gotta expect you're gonna get a good match with uh, Natalia. Mm-hmm. She's a veteran of of the women's division. They don't spotlight her as much as they probably could. Um, she is true. a really good wrestler. Um, she actually, you know, if you if you watch her throughout the years, she actually helps the talent the the not so so like the newer talent seem better than they are. She's a yeah. very good supporting cast. Um, and she's only ever once been the uh, main character. She's well, always, or as I always say, she's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Um, well, I don't think she's ever won a championship. She has been a women's title t- title holder. Okay. I believe she was a Raw Women's Champion or SmackDown, one of the two. But it wasn't a very long reign. Um, reign. But yeah. she was at the top at some point. But it took them eleven years of her be or something of her being in the company to do it. Mm-hmm. So it was a long time. It was almost like a Kofi situation where she'd been with the company for a long time, finally got her shot, and then, you know, a month or two later, she's back to supporting cast. Mm-hmm. So But um I'm I'm with Tim on the rating seven, seven point seven six nine to seven one, I would say. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. I mean, good back and forth. Yeah. Um, well, I definitely... Oh, sorry. I knew Rousey was hurt before coming into the match. And mm-hmm. I think she's taking more time off because of an injury. Or she's got something else going on. But, yeah. And I'll yeah. let you lead into the, the next part, too, after you... Well, let me, uh, let me just say this about the match. I enjoy... And I've always been a big fan of Ronda Rousey. I enjoy all of her matches, and this just was, it was another good match for her, especially with Natalia. So uh, my rating for that is going to be a little higher than both of yours. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'm going to be a little more generous there. Um, but with that being said, if you watch the match, you notice that uh, Ronda did get injured. So whenever they, and this is something I've noticed predictable, predictability with WWE, Whenever there's a injury shown on Money in the Bank with any match, with any of the champions, 90% of the time there's going to probably be a cash in that night. And this cash in was, uh, I, I, it was a really good cash in. So this led into the part two, I guess you would say, of this match which lasted only 35 seconds and undoubtedly is the moment of the of the card the best moment of the show was Liv Morgan defeated Ronda Rousey via pinfall for the SmackDown Women's Championship which Liv Morgan is so deserving of um absolutely now I, I caught this on TikTok and I sent it to you, Brian. I don't think I sent it to Tim. Is 
like a behind the scenes look of Michael Cole and yes. Pat sitting there talking about the end of the match and then Liv Morgan's music hit and like Michael Cole just fanboyed like no time. Yes, he did. Yes, I saw did. that too. And he did. He lost yeah. his ever living mind. And here's yeah, the thing yeah. about this passion. Um, someone close to Ronda Rousey said, because they knew she wasn't going to be the title holder long because mm-hmm. of the fact that she didn't want to be the title holder. when She didn't, she didn't ask to be a title holder. She just wanted to be part of the show. But mm-hmm. she said she wanted to give the title to the most deserving and hardworking female wrestler in the locker room. Do you know who that woman was and is? Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Why do you think she should raise her hand and hugged her afterward? Yep. That was the reason why. For now. So, so For now. This, this match definitely was, even though it was short, was definitely the moment of the, moment of the night. But after seeing that um, clip of Michael Cole, like, that's my favorite moment of the night. Seeing Michael Cole flipping out like that was hilarious. Um, I'm definitely giving this moment. I'm not. That's why I'm not calling it a match. This moment, uh, which of course definitely wasn't. Me and Tim didn't really predict it. No. Um, but I'm giving this a twenty out of ten. I predicted the passion. By the way, do I get a point for that? No. Judges I don't get a predict for the. I don't get a point for predicting cashed in on. No, because yeah. I think all three of us predicted the cash in. <laughs> I even Oops. sent it to him. I was like, "But the way I predicted it was going to happen was Rousey was going to win, the Natty was going to attack her, and then the cash in happened." And I would said it was going to be. Of course, I predicted that Becky Lynch was going to win, and that Becky was going to cash in and become SmackDown Women Champion, but. Mm. You know, I kind of figured if they were going to have a cash-in, especially after how the first one went, and there wasn't a cash-in there because it was definitely going to be in the second match, whether they let beat Rousey or if Rousey won, somehow she lose. Mm-hmm. So, so, anyways. Yeah, what was uh, your rating for that match, sir? Unless you already mentioned I wasn't 145 out of 10. Oh, of course. For that moment. For that moment. What about you, Big Tim? Yeah, it's time to break the rating system. 45 out of 10. (laughs) Okay. All right, so we all agree that that moment was amazing. And now let's talk about the... um, The the, elephant in the room. Yeah, the elephant in the room with the longest match being 25 minutes, 25 seconds. The men's money in the bank. Ladder match. So first off, let me just say to all the guys in this match, phenomenal. Except for the last minute surprise entrance. Yeah. Mr. Theory. But who, didn't uh, you kind of have a uh inkling it was going to happen no, when he lost really. the title? And then Adam Pierce comes out and you're like, they're not gonna do it, are they? And then they did it, and you're like, you've got to be kidding me, because you knew exactly how that match. Yeah. How it got there was pretty fun and exciting to watch, but but then there's something I want to talk about after the 
pay-per-view was over that we'll get to. But let's talk to yeah. them about this. So this match was a good match. Hands down a great, phenomenal match. I just wish they didn't throw Theory in there. But I do want to point something out. Before Theory was announced as the surprise entrance, there was one, two, three, four, five, seven. six, seven in the men's before Riddle or before Theory. And the women's, there's one, two, three, four, seven. five, six, seven. Okay. So they just added eight into the men's money in the bank. Yeah. So, um, of course, Theory went on to win. Um, Brian, why don't you go ahead and give us your take on the match? Um, it was a very good match. Um, I thought it was funny that Sami Zayn went through a well, he didn't really go through a ladder, but got power bumped on a ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, the super RKO off the ladder on Seth Rollins from, from you Riddle. know Riddle. I that predicted Riddle to win, not knowing they're going to put you know fanboy of Vince McMahon in it. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I would have known they were going to do this, I would have predicted Theory to win because that's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. That's predictable. Can't add somebody to the match last minute and have them not win. Exactly. Um, or like the year that Brock Lesnar, when he was the eighth man, like I don't know, almost near the end of the ma- paper uh, pay per view at the time. Mm-hmm. Now premium live event. But uh, yeah, it was yeah. very very well put together. It was it was uh, it was a fun match to watch. Definitely the second best match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending did suck, but you know yeah. you kind of expected it after the surprise, quote unquote, that of Theory joining. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're they're definitely giving him a strong push to probably make him like the next face of WWE. Which when Vince McMahon gets onto somebody about making them, you know a protege or the next big thing he runs with it and he runs with it hard. Yep. So I'll just go ahead and give my rating. It was a great match. Eight and a half ending one out of 10. But um, other than that, eight for sure. All right. Uh, Big Tim. Match. I'd say the match was about a seven and a half, uh, ending negative seven. Um, <laughs> not a fan no, of theory. Don't. Haven't been a fan of theory. Probably never will be a fan of theory. Um, the best spot of the match, the my favorite spot was the RKO that Brian already mm-hmm. mentioned from Riddle to Rollins off the top of the ladder. Um, other than that, the match was great. The result wasn't, but once Riddle, or Riddle, once Theory was in the match, you knew it was going to happen, and I don't know why I bothered watching the match at that point. Yeah. So, I have a theory here that you don't like Theory. 
the theory that okay. I don't I, like theory I mean, is not a theory. It's a fact. But it was a theory about a theory for you hating theory. No, it was 100% a fact. Theoretically, you know. No, it's a fact. No, no. It's we a fact. both hate him. Yeah, pretty much. But theoretically speaking, no, stop. No, stop. No, no. No. Trying too hard. No, no, no. (laughs) It's the same thing with the whole Ulu thing. I'm going to smack you next time I see you. Um, Just stop. So, so yeah, I definitely uh, thought the match was great. The match itself, I'm going to give it an eight. The ending, much like you guys, I didn't like it. Wasn't, you know, wasn't my favorite cup of tea because like you guys I'm not a big fan of theory and <clears throat> that would bring the, the ending was definitely a one for me now moving forward it'll be interesting to see what is going to happen since theory's now money in the bank when's he going to cash in is he going to cash in at SummerSlam against whoever's going to win between Brock and Roman uh, either way, he doesn't stand a chance. I think it's going to be a whole John Cena thing where he ends up cashing in and then loses it. Unless. Now, I, I'm seriously, I'm not. This, is, this isn't a joke. It's an actual theory. And a prediction. That. Um, I think they're going to try to put at SummerSlam Austin Theory versus Cena. No, get... because they already have Lashley versus Theory for the U.S. title. Okay. What I think so... they're going to do is either they're going to A, go with their original thing, and they're going to have Roman win, and mm-hmm. they're going to set it up for The Rock to come back and face Roman at WrestleMania next year. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to have him rid- or uh, Theory cash in and set it up for Theory versus Cena at WrestleMania. That's a good, good prediction. Could happen. It could happen. Could happen. Could my, happen. I think That's my theory. To, <laughs> so I think they're what they're wanting to do is they're wanting Cena. That's why they haven't done this yet. They don't want someone to break Ric Flair's record. Of, you know, <laughs> Ric Flair's being the 17-time world champion or 16-time world champion. Right now, him and Cena are tied. So... If Cena comes back to win one more title, well, technically, if they're still unifying my my thought process, he wins two titles. Um, it would put him at eighteen. If they keep the titles together, that that's my thought process with that. I think they might split the titles before then. Though. I think they might because I know where they set it up at WrestleMania next year that. Whoever the unified title holder is has to fight in two matches. Because um, I'm one at the beginning of WrestleMania for one title, one at the end. Yeah. If I'm they do it that way. Yeah. So I'm surprised that they haven't brought up made one belt for it yet. Um, I would rather see Roman versus Rock. I think it would still be a match at WrestleMania, regardless of it being titles or not. Um, what I see happening is if 
if Roman wins, I this is how I predict the cash in is gonna happen. Roman's gonna win. Brock's gonna go berserk on him to injure him, and Theory's gonna try to cash in. Um, either a Theory will pull the ultimate, you know, heel move, and be like, um, where he's get he cashes in, and it doesn't go his way, and then he rescinds it like they've done in the past, or he cashes in and loses it and lose. And it's going to be a failed um, cash-in. Um, we'll see how it goes, for sure. But we'll talk about that more when we get to the pre-show for summer. Mm-hmm. And all that fun stuff. So, But there's uh, one more thing I would like to talk about. Yep, I was actually going to And it was a WWE exclusive. Um, the attack of Baron Corbin on Mm-hmm. And the acceptance of the challenge that Pat McAfee laid out to Baron Corbin, or Happy Corbin, um, at SummerSlam. And now they're set to wrestle. Which Mm -hmm. I'm excited because, I don't know if you saw today, but Pat McAfee just signed a multi-year extension. Ooh. Yep. He signed a multi-year extension with WWE. Not only as an announcer, but as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So there will be more Pat McAfee matches. Good. The dude is athletic. So we'll, we'll, definitely, out. Talk, we'll definitely talk more about that match at that uh, pre-show event for sure. Yes. Um, because there's. But I did not matches. see the attack and the um the acceptance happening. Then the I thought maybe he it would happen on this Friday. Yeah, the the attack definitely was brutal. Um, but in other breaking news for wrestling community, today was the last day of Paige's tenure with the WWE. She's retired from the WWE, and she's now going by her birth name. Um, so we will no longer have Paige, or however you pronounce her name. I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I know I'm going to butcher it. She is uh, officially done. With the WWE. Her new name and what her name actually is, is Soraya. Yeah, that's her real name, Soraya. But she is cleared to wrestle. Mm -hmm. WWE wouldn't let her wrestle. um, Because she had the same issue that Daniel Bryan slash Bryan Danielson had Mm -hmm. with the neck. um, Where she was injured and then re-injured. And they they just didn't want to take the chance on her. Mm -hmm. So... May potentially go wrestle somewhere else. I don't so think she will. What you're saying, she might be all elite. She might be all elite because I don't that... see why not. If she if they let her wrestle, as long as you know she doesn't screw up her neck again. Yeah. Or she That's... could you know go join that women's wrestling promotion out. Wow, I think it's called Women of Wrestling. I think she'd probably go to AEW. But I think I think Soraya would be all elite mm-hmm. because I could I could hear I could hear her taking this out. I don't know if she has the rights to that song, but if for some reason she owned the rights to that song or whatever, or could get it from WWE and use it over at that other place, and you heard that and watched her walk out, 
Or they might just do like they do with everybody else and just give her a brand new song that's kind of close to what she used to have. And which will probably what will happen. And then I think. And then you'll just hear this for whoever the champ is, whether it's Thunder Rosa or Dr. Britt Baker, depending on how they go with that. Heck, she might even be the one to defeat Jade Cargill for the TN TBS title. Just out there, think... out there that can defeat me. And then music hits, and here comes Soraya. And I think she'd probably use her her music and stuff that she did when she was in the Indies over in Great Britain for sure. Yeah. Um, but if that happens, I would love to see her get paired with um, the Blackpool Fighters Club. Combat Club? Oh, yeah. Combat Club, yeah. William Regal would scoop her up in a heartbeat and add her to his. They would be dumb not to put her with. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Overall, for the uh, premium live event, I think I said earlier I gave it an eight, eight out of ten. I'm gonna stand by that for sure. Um, Big Tim, what's your overall rating for the show? I would say <clears throat> about a seven and a half or an eight. I agree with you on that, Brian. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with you guys. Seven and a half, eight, um, Carmella three. Um, but besides that, <laughs> uh, seven, uh... seven and a half out of. I mean, if they would have put anybody else with Carmella, I might have gave it a. Um, or anybody else with Bianca other than Carmella, I might have gave it a nine. But um, mm-hmm. seven and a half, eight, a, a great, great, a, a pretty good one, I would say. All right. Uh, is there anything else you gentlemen want to add on to this uh, yes. show? Yes, there is. So, okay. <clears throat> after Money in the Bank is over, we have we are pending listening back on the Royal Rumble episode to grab our predictions and results so we can get that added to our spreadsheet. However, we are... Three of us combined predicting matches in 2022 for WWE and premium live events. Guess what our record is? I don't know. Very good. 65, 18, and 3. What are the threes? So, remember when I told you we're not counting the Ben's money in the bank because Theory won and he wasn't even in the match until the last second? That is true. Those are the three guys. <laughs> so, if you're curious... No Those are the no decisions. Yeah, the, the tie yeah. is the no decision. So, if you're curious what that looks like percentage-wise... We have correctly predicted 75% of all premium live events that we've predicted this year. Matches. I would like to see some other podcast do that. Right? So, looking at Challenge this, to any other podcasters that listen, show me a better percentage. Daria. Yeah, so we don't have the Royal Rumble predictions. Um... Uh, one of us needs to listen back to that show. I'm going to make Cam do it, uh, Dr. Love do it, um, <clears throat> because I have other things I'm going to be doing that 
Dr. Love's not aware of that I need to uh, make him aware of, but will be tonight. Anyway, um, so after Elimination Chamber, Brian did not participate with us at that one. We were combined 11-3. Nope. and three. After WrestleMania, three of us combined were 37-13. and 13. After Backlash, we were combined 53-15. and 15. Now, we forgot to do a Hell in a Cell prediction show. So, not counting that paper, that uh, pay-per-view, preview live event, whatever the heck you want to call it nowadays. And the Money in the Bank, we were combined 12, 3, and 3. All three of us went with our guts instead of our hearts. And Otherwise, we would have been perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. If you are oh, that one hurt. That one seriously hurts. I'm sorry, guys, but that one hurt. Yeah, I, I'm glad it happened, but that hurt that I did that I didn't yeah. go with. It. But anyway, well, to be fair, I think there was one pay per view where I went undefeated. Yes, that was backlash. Yeah. Um, so if we wanted to know the actual percentage. We would probably include the matches in the show we didn't predict to get a full percentage of how many matches we predicted, right? Even though we didn't do that show, we still should include those matches in the total. Well, if you go by baseball standards, those would be considered walks, so they don't go against your batting average. Right. Oh, okay. okay. So it'd be like, like hits and and strikeouts for us, like 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 on bases and out. So pretty much our our batting percentage is seventy five percent, a seven seven fifty, pretty much whatever it actually comes out to. I don't know what the math was, but um, you wouldn't count those ones as an official pick because you didn't pick. Same thing with baseball. If you walk, it doesn't go as an official at bat. Okay. You could have every guy on your team go. You know, one for two, one for five, two for five, and you walk all five times, you'd have a zero for zero batting. That is true. So we're going to just count it like that using okay. baseball rules for wrestling. Cool. <clears throat> so <clears throat> the next, if there's nothing else you gentlemen want to add on about money in the bank. Nope. All right. So the next big premium live event is one of the. Big Four. It's the 35th annual SummerSlam live event on July 30th, and it's going to be in the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. So far, there's only been the three matches announced. Of course, um, we'll give it a couple of shows, like when I say shows, like Raw and SmackDown. Um, so we're gonna have to pick a date when we do our pre our our pre show. Um, I would say probably uh, towards the end there, probably in the middle of the week before the show. So Wednesday the twenty seventh, I think we'll be doing our preview show for SummerSlam. If you gentlemen Seeing how I requested the 26th, 27th, 28th off, that would be perfect. Because awesome. I don't think I have anything going on on Wednesday. I do on Tuesday and Thursday, but not on Wednesday. 
All right. So, um, and if for some reason I can't join you guys, I will send you my picks, and you can read them off while you're doing the podcast. Awesome. That way, they're officially so, on. So, with that being said, um, gentlemen, I want to go ahead and wrap this show up. I want to thank you, Brian, for coming on tonight. Uh, Big Tim, of course, my pleasure always, as always. Yep, Big Tim, a pleasure is uh, my pleasure is always going with you on these shows. Uh, with that. We'll catch you all next time on the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. This is Dr. Love signing out.